Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 9 of the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast. My name is Paul Marquis. I'm going to be your host today, and uh, I have some really good information for you today. Today, we're talking about knee arthritis, but... Please stick with me throughout this podcast and right to the end because I have a little surprise for you. It's going to be a mystery diagnosis we're going to be talking about. I really want to test you now. We've gone through nine episodes of knee problems and uh, I really want to test you. I really want to see how your uh, evaluation skills are. So this is really going to be a challenging one. I want you to uh, hang out till the end and I'm going to talk to you about that then. Uh, But right now we're going to jump right into... Knee arthritis, which is super common. Uh, I know that uh, we see a lot of it in our clinic. Uh, We have an aging population. People are getting older. The obesity uh, numbers are going up every year annually. It's a huge cost and uh, a real problem that we need to address. So let's go through some of the common signs and symptoms of knee arthritis, some of our findings that we have in the clinic, and then we're going to talk about how do you take care of these things and, you know, is there any help for people who have knee arthritis? And yes, the answer is yes, there there is a help. And there are a lot of things that you can do to manage uh, with the problem that you have. So first thing I want to talk about is, you know, Knee arthritis, it's this breakdown of that hyaline cartilage we talked about in the last episode, and um, it is very painful. Once that hyaline cartilage starts to break down, you start to get the underlying bone, those nerve endings are now exposed, and that's why people start to develop pain. Through the process of developing arthritis, they also develop quad shutdown, they start to lose motion, and unfortunately, these people will stop moving which is the worst thing they can do because then the joint becomes stiffer and we don't get enough synovial fluid pumping through the joint. And they're actually finding that movement and weight bearing to the joint is helpful in maintaining the integrity of the cartilage. They're also talking about some studies saying that long distance runners are at no higher risk of developing arthritis than people who are not runners. And so Pretty interesting that um, that they come out with that because that just tells us that the impact of that joint and, and that compression can be helpful. So what are some of the common signs and symptoms? When I see somebody walk into the clinic, I can almost tell right away that they have arthritis just by looking at their knee posture. So if somebody comes in and they have a varus knee, so they're a little bow-legged, those, are, those people are really susceptible to knee arthritis, but if they never had a knee varus before, and it starts to become varus, there's a reason for that. The inside part, the medial part of the femoral condyle is larger than the lateral side. It bears more weight on the tibia. And therefore, from all the years of bearing all that weight, it breaks that side down, the inside down, and then the knee will naturally start to bow out. Okay. Second common sign uh, and symptom would be People have Baker's cysts. Now, if you palpate the back of the knee and you feel like kind of a large, squishy lump back there, we all know what it feels like. We know all know what it is. It's a Baker's cyst. But if you see somebody with a Baker's cyst, you, may, you need to be suspicious that they have arthritis in the knee. That is extremely common, okay? Loss of extension 
and or flexion of the knee is also very common. Usually, mostly into extension, they'll start to develop this flexed knee posture when they're walking along with their varus knee gait. So um, that is also quite common. When you take a look at their knee, you're going to find that they don't have this real great definition of the knee. The patella seems to be enlarged. You don't see that nice definition of the kneecap sitting on top of the femur. Uh, it's kind of like a, a log, you know, it's really not well defined there. And that's quite common also. You'll see spurring throughout the knee, lateral joint line, medial joint line around the patella. That's quite common. Those areas can be quite tender. And um, you'll also notice that these people are most often tender in the medial joint line, okay, because the knee breaks down most commonly in the medial joint line. Very few people, and if you take a look at uh, these show notes, I actually put a couple pictures in the show notes of a young lady who has valgus in the knees and had more lateral joint problems and um, just recently underwent a bilateral knee replacement. We're going to be seeing her in the clinic real soon and um, get her started. So take a look at those pictures, and you'll see some really great pictures of knee arthritis and what the classic presentation is like. These people will also have more pain with weight bearing. And of course, you know, that hyaline cartilage is breaking down. They're putting weight on it. Those exposed nerve endings are really causing them trouble. So they don't like to bear too much weight. So what do we need to do? How do we manage these things? Well, you need to make sure that you rule out systemic diseases like rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, gout, and any of these other systemic uh, problems that can cause you generalized joint pain, okay? Um... I commonly see people with uh, who take statins who give them joint pain. So I ask about that, you know, like, oh, did your knee pain, when did your knee pain start? And they might have said, oh, six months ago. When did you start taking statins? Well, like eight months ago. And so that's quite common. Um, talk to the uh, primary care physician, talk to their, their provider, see what um, they say and see if uh, maybe that is affecting them. Sometimes changing that can be helpful. Uh, Anti-inflammatories can always be helpful when you have an arthritic condition um, just because uh, it really helps decrease that inflammation in the joint. Just make sure that um, it doesn't contradict uh, anything else. That it's not a contraindication with any other medication they're taking or any other condition that they have. Um, arthritic patients don't generally respond well to ice. We commonly think that icing people is good if their knee joint is warm, but it really doesn't cool down the joint like that. Uh, the ice is good for controlling pain, but not getting rid of swelling or getting rid of that inflammation. So I always tell patients this in the, in the clinic when they come in and they have knee arthritis. I tell them, I cannot change that ruined joint surface that you have. Okay, it is gone. It's not going to grow back. But what we can do is we can optimize the structures around it by increasing the mobility of the soft tissues, increasing the capsular mobility, improving the strength of the quads, the hamstrings, the calves. That all helps to stabilize. Also, increasing the strength of the hip abductor muscles has been found to be very beneficial in preventing an excessive amount of knee pressure. So doing those types of activities can help optimize their situation, but we cannot get rid of that arthritic joint unless they have an arthroplasty done. So I always educate my patients about that. An orthopedic consult is always very important, okay, so you can have specific x-rays that assess the joint surface better. You always want to uh, defer to orthopedic specialists regarding injections also. Some people will respond well to 
uh, cortisone type injections, others uh, with uh, lubricating injections that help to increase the viscosity of the, uh, the fluid in the joint. I also like to recommend aquatic therapy for these folks because the buoyancy of the water helps take pressure off the joints and it allows them to strengthen the surrounding muscles without stressing the knee too much and so I'm a, a real big advocate of doing that. Uh, so right now there, there's really no good clinical test to perform to identify knee arthritis you know like the like the brush test or the Lachman test or anything like that. Observation, questioning, palpating the joint line, identifying you know what this knee looks like is really the the biggest thing and then x-rays are, are probably the next uh, most helpful uh, as far as identifying knee arthritis. So so here we are we're at the end of our show and I want to uh, throw a little something out at you. It's funny because every time I do a podcast or I'm working on uh, a project, a program, maybe I'm giving a CME, I get these interesting cases that come in. So this gentleman comes into our office and I actually bumped into him at a uh, automotive store and he was a former patient of mine. I knew him really well and he was limping severely. And so I asked him a couple questions and then I told him, I said, you need to come into the clinic tomorrow. So he did. He came in. I videotaped him. I put that all in the video. What I'm going to do is I'm going to cut that video just a little bit short before I tell you what I think he has. And I'm going to let you folks try to figure out what he might have. So what you're going to do is um, click on the link that I have in the show notes regarding um, the mystery diagnosis. And uh, it'll take you over to a YouTube video. Check it out. Send me a, a note uh, on my uh, podcast page or on my blog site. Go to OrthoEvalPal and leave a message there with me. Tell me who you are. Maybe leave your email address. And um, the other thing I want you to do is tell me uh, if you're a PA, FNP, physical therapist, occupational therapist. I'd really like to know um, who's engaging with us uh, on our podcast. Tell me what the diagnosis is or tell me what you think the diagnosis is and I'll communicate back with you to let you know if you're right or not. But very interesting presentation and I'll even send you a note to uh, tell you what he actually had because soon after that video he was assessed and uh, we were correct with our diagnosis and um, that'll be a fun one for us to do. So in order to get this uh, po these podcast show notes go to orthoevalpal.com forward slash AR for arthritis and, uh, and enjoy. I hope you enjoy the show. Please feel free to contact us and uh, go to iTunes, leave any messages or uh, leave a review. That'd be awesome. We're just gearing up here. I'm just um, getting used to this type of stuff. So I want you to give me any feedback that would make these shows better. So again, thank you for listening. I really appreciate your time. Take care. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.